Welcome to another podcast by InsideCarolina.com, the independent voice of UNC sports. Your home for Tar Heel football, basketball, and recruiting. I'm your host, Tommy Ashley, joined by Sherelle McMillan. And Sherelle, I feel like I've watched the greatest basketball team ever assembled <laughs> uh, after listening to Jay Billis and Dan Schulman. I know you listen on the ACC network, but... The bottom line is, that being said, Virginia plays like that. They're not going to lose. They're certainly not going to lose to a North Carolina team playing its fourth game in four nights. Yeah, I think people, um, just because of Virginia's um, postseason failings in the past, they just automatically write them off. But, I mean, they're 31-2, and and they lost one game in the ACC. And the ACC has been as tough a conference as there is in the country this season. So it's not a surprise. Then North Carolina lost to a team uh, like Virginia. I think uh, for UNC overall, it was a very good ACC tournament. I think tonight, um, obviously, uh, it's not Sarah Grace or anything, but when you're playing your fourth game in four days, legs are going to come into it. Um, Cameron Johnson is definitely battle- battling some injury. Uh, you know, he had the the fall, I think it was, against uh, Miami. Uh, I think he injured his hip or his back, but, you know, he didn't look 100% at all. Um, and there was definitely a, a little bit of dead legs, but Carolina didn't play badly. I didn't think. Um, I thought I thought they shot pretty well, especially against Virginia. They got to the free throw line seventeen times. Um, they out rebounded Virginia, uh, so it wasn't a, a bad performance from Carolina. Virginia is just a really good team who was clicking on all cylinders for most of the night. Yeah, they shared the basketball. Carolina did again: fifteen assists on twenty made field goals. Uh, but it's just tough. But let's talk a little bit about um, some performances. And I think, uh, or at least the stretch there towards the end, Carolina got three consecutive stops. I think the game was either four or five, maybe six. And they just could not put the ball in the basket. I, that, that was clearly their last gasp at winning the ball game. And they just couldn't make it happen. I think fatigue played a role. Virginia played a role. Uh, but just, you know, they never quit. They never gave in at all. And I think Roy Williams has to like that from this team. Even in the loss, they don't give in when they've got to be dog tired and got to be worn out and banged up. And I think that's my takeaway um, from this tournament. Yeah, and it was it was a gritty performance from UNC. The defense played better. There were some lapses tonight. Uh, Virginia shot nine of 17 from three. So that's getting close back to that percentage uh, that UNC was allowing when they were struggling a good deal. But um, overall, you know, I think Roy Williams is very pleased. Coming out of those final two games of the regular season, I think it was clear that the team's confidence was a little shot, especially its defensive confidence. And it gained that back. Um I think the last four nights. And again, this is the number one team in the country. They're going to be the number one overall seed in the, in the tournament. They've only lost two games all year. And Carolina played with them for most of the game. They got down 10, five back, got down to four, five back, got it down to two, went back up to six, got it back down again. Um, like you said, they just couldn't get over the hump. And there's no shame in that. I mean, this is a Carolina team who's, uh, who's uh, I guess, individual pieces um, sometimes don't all mesh at the same time. Like, for example, uh, Theo Pinson tonight, one of 10, four points, uh, eight rebounds, six assists unofficially. Whereas Luke May, seven of 13, 20 points and seven rebounds. Where two nights ago, it was Luke May who was one for 15 uh, with, I believe, four points. And it was Theo Pinson with 25 points. So it's just hard. It seems like it's hard for them to get 
everybody playing well offensively in the same game. And uh, it, you know, they don't need that to win in the tournament, but it'll definitely make things a, a lot easier moving forward uh, when they start play. Probably, I would guess, on Friday in Charlotte. Yeah, I think, and we mentioned it off the air, but that was the goal of this ACC tournament for North Carolina. Of course, you want to win anytime you're there. Roy Williams says that all the time, but getting to Charlotte, getting that Charlotte pod, I think they wrapped that up last night with that victory against Duke. Right, exactly. And, you know, some people think that playing in Charlotte isn't important to North Carolina, historic, that the historical numbers are maybe a bit overrated. And part of that reasoning is that, well, North Carolina's a really good team, so of course they're going to win when they play in Charlotte. This particular team, um, their margin of error is much thinner than previous, you know, they'll probably be a two seed tomorrow. So uh, previous two seeds and one seeds, their their margin of, for error is much, much thinner than pretty much any other uh, that I can remember at Carolina is going to be seeded at high. So when it comes to that, and, and you're playing a 15 seed or a seven seed, uh, playing essentially a home game in Charlotte, you know, it's a big deal because uh, we just know that when you have that home crowd behind you, things just work out a little bit better. Guys who maybe don't shoot as well, shoot a little bit better. There's an extra pep in your step. You may die for a loose ball a little faster, a little harder, just those kind of things that um, can tilt, uh, you know, a game in the favor of UNC. So, like you said, Charlotte was uh, – I, I didn't think coming into the tournament that Charlotte was really obtainable. And then when you start seeing them pick up momentum in the tournament with the win over Syracuse and the win over Miami, and then they got the chance to play Duke, who was, you know, seems to be their competition for that Charlotte pod, and now they have two out of three wins, it, it would seem to reason that they should be in Charlotte. Now, I don't know that it's going to happen, but like you said yesterday, it seems like that's the way it should go. Yeah, and if they're going to count all these quad wins and quadrant one and two, three, and four, and Carolina's got, what, 14 quad uh, one wins, two wins over Duke, I mean, you you would think the simple thing is, is Carolina's the two seed in Charlotte, but who knows what they do. Um, yeah, and I, I, for anyone who's listening to this before uh, the brackets are announced later today, or we're recording this Saturday night, so I'm saying later today for those listening on Sunday, um, it's not a lock that Carolina's going to be in Charlotte. Like, everybody kind of thinks that, but we know the committee kind of does what it wants. So I do think they'll be in Nashville or Charlotte, but um, it's far from a certainty that they'll be in Charlotte. Uh, and, you know, if it's in Nashville, then they've got to just – pick up the pieces and go out to Tennessee. Tennessee's been a great place for North Carolina. They won their last three games there. If you count the Tennessee game uh, at Knoxville um, in December, and then the two games in the Memphis regional last year. So it's not too bad to be in Tennessee, but they would definitely, I think, especially for this team, prefer Charlotte, just because uh, the home crowd is going to mean more to this team than it has to other Carolina teams in the tournament. Over under Carolina's the two seed to Kansas is one. (laughs) Yeah, the committee likes that, don't they? With, they do. I, I could see them being the two to Villanova's one as well because they like that. And then, they, point. and then you got slide Kentucky in there somewhere to get Carolina Kentucky in a Sweet 16 matchup on a Thursday night at 9.37. You know, that, that, <laughs> those, those are the great rating ones, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let's let's talk about if they do play Friday. But either way, uh, they're going to get some time off with the tournament, ACC tournament being – on a Saturday night instead of Sunday afternoon like it used to be. You mentioned Cam Johnson. Um, he's banged up. Joe Barry's a little banged up. I saw him uh, Instagram a picture or tweet a picture or whatever wearing the wraps around his legs with all the 
all the fancy stuff to get his legs back. This team needs some rest to get some guys healthy before they go into the NCAA tournament. Yeah, Cam the Cam Johnson is the biggest story now moving forward for UNC um, because it they can probably win uh, the first round game without him, but the round of thirty two game becomes problematic if he's not able to play. Um, so it's just something to monitor. At, I don't know exactly what's going on. You know, the broadcast mentioned the back at, at one point in the post game. He said he kind of had a hip thing. So he seems to be battling a few injuries and he didn't play the last few minutes against Virginia because of luck he couldn't. And um, on Raycom ACC network, there was a shot of him with a towel over his head, kind of uh, just looking kind of despondent. So you don't want to read too much into that, but it makes you wonder just what's going on with him. Um, so that that's again something to monitor. But if they do get Charlotte, you know, it's five full days off, almost six. Um, so that's going to be key. And I think you know, Coach Williams is very good because he has so much experience at it in getting his guys loose and ready to play for the tournament. So um, you know, the the big thing it, it wouldn't be Carolina entering the NCAA tournament without some kind of um, vague, mysterious injury, and if the guy's going to play or is he isn't he going to play? Um, so. I, you just had to look out for that and, and just kind of monitor. I'm sure Greg and Ross will have plenty of stuff moving forward. Um, just what Cameron Johnson's status is. And I think they can win, you know, a round of 64 game without him, but they would need him to play. Um, if they get Charlotte, it'll be next Sunday. So he, if he's whatever's going on with him, um, he has probably at least six days to, to heal and get ready. Toe gate, hip gate, leg gate, whatever, <laughs> ankle gate, whatever they want to call it. Look, Let's talk about one more player that I think is important for Carolina's chances, as well as Cam Johnson, as well as Joe Barry. And Luke May looked like Luke May tonight. He did, and it, it it's so funny because you can tell when he's when he's going to play well, just because there is absolutely no hesitation. And uh, you know, Brando, uh, I'm not the huge the the biggest Tim Brando fan, but he made a a good point. You know, Carolina's been playing a lot of strange de- defenses the last few games. They had. Um, Miami, you know, they're kind of a traditional man-to-man team. But before that, they had Syracuse, which is his own team. Then they had Miami. Then they had Duke, who plays zone. Then they had Syracuse again, who plays zone. Then they had Miami. And then they had Duke again, who plays zone. So he hasn't um, – he's been more of a facilitator just because of what uh, the other teams are doing against UNC. So this is – the even though um, Virginia plays that pack line, this is the first time he's really even had a chance – um, to get out to the three-point line, to do some of the things that he was doing earlier in the year. So it's it's a very positive sign that he got his confidence back, I think, the last two games uh, against Duke and then tonight, because uh, they'll definitely even need him to play like that moving forward. Um, and, you know, he's key. He's he's just a, a very big player for North Carolina. He kept him in it in the first half. And I think uh, Williams probably wanted to get him a few more touches in the second half, but part of that, part of that was what UVA was doing defensively. Virginia wins the ACC championship over North Carolina. Carolina puts themselves in position to get that Charlotte bid. Sherelle, we'll have a big show. Hope you can join us tomorrow. We'll record Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening after the selection show. But just in general, as we close this one, what are you looking for? What um, what do you think we'll see from the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee? Um, you know, coming up here, it's kind of been a weird season. I don't think there's anybody – uh, that's a heavy favorite, maybe Virginia, but I just, I personally don't see Virginia winning it because, uh, you know, they're, they're not going to be able to beat teams up physically like they've done 
in the ACC, that's how, that's bitten them many times in the NCAA tournament. And I just think another team's going to come along and shoot it well. But aside from Virginia, um, who's a favorite in this thing? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think you you'll see a lot of uh, on the programming on ESPN and various networks. They'll say Virginia or the field, and uh, I think you have to go with the field. Again, it's not a, any disrespect to Virginia or anything, but it's hard to project them into the Final Four and winning a championship when every year it seems like this style of offense and this style of defense just um, has a meltdown. I mean, they were they were very close to getting to the Final Four and actually playing Carolina in 2016, and Syracuse just ran a full court press on them and and came back from a pretty big deficit and won the game. Um, it seems like there's just always something that happens to them in the tournament. And maybe this is their year. They are a really good team. Make no mistake. They are a really, really great team. I mean, 31-2, and 17-1, that doesn't happen on accident. Um, but I, I couldn't tell you, Tommy. I mean, there are, you know, every year they're like, oh, maybe there's 14 or 16 teams who could win the title. I, there's probably 30 honestly, who could get hot and win six straight games. And Carolina's definitely one of them. Virginia's one of them. There's probably six or seven teams in the ACC who could do it, but it, it everybody always talks about it. Just all depends on the matchup. Like if Carolina gets uh, a, a kind of big, bruising, physical team in the second round, then, you know, they could be gone. But if they get an advantageous matchup, you know, in the second round and in Sweet 16, then who knows how far they could go. Um, this year is more of a toss-up than, I can remember in quite some time. Uh, the only thing I can say is that <laughs> I know as soon as the brackets are announced, every fan will think that their team was just got a hatchet job from the committee, that their bracket is the toughest bracket of all time. And it's funny to me because, like, I think people have to realize they don't play everyone in their bracket. You know, it's like yep. if Carolina's a two seed, it's like, oh, my gosh, Kentucky's the four. And uh, who, who, uh, I can't even think of any other good teams really because there aren't that many. Cincinnati's the five and uh, Miami's the six. And you're like, well, there's no way they're going to play the four and the five. It's just not possible. <laughs> so I just always find that funny when people go crazy when the brackets come out, come out about how tough they are. Um, but I think North Carolina, what you're looking for is matchups. Um, team, we've, we've kind of seen what kind of teams give them trouble. So you have to, if you're a Carolina fan, you hope that they don't see that kind of team um, in the second round. Indeed, it's all about the matchups come tournament time and health. Hills need to be healthy. Virginia 71-63. I guarantee you we'll hear, my team got hosed. <laughs> uh, my hated team's got the best bracket ever. We'll oh, I mean, 875 we, we, times. We can be honest. It'll, oh, never mind. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to get in <laughs> trouble. Never mind. <laughs> we'll talk about it tomorrow when we do the Inside Carolina. Sort of, hopefully, we'll have sort of a roundtable discussion after their brackets come out. But, Sherelle, that'll do it for tonight. Carolina loses a tough one to Virginia. Virginia ACC champions. Selection Sunday, right around the corner. Thanks, Tommy, Sherelle. Tommy, we're done before midnight. Done before midnight. <laughs> nice. The early game. Take it easy, Sherelle. All I'll right, have a good one. Yep. Thanks for listening to InsideCarolina.com the independent voice of UNC sports, your home for Tar Heel football, basketball, and recruiting.